I mean, I think over the last year or so, like you said, a lot has gone on in my life. Quite a lot of crazy things have happened and quite dark things have happened and which had really affected me. And there comes a point where you have to let go, you need to move forward, you need to grow. And I think if you're carrying all of those things, it's very, very difficult to move on and, and to let go. You know, if you're trying to move through life, carrying these heavy bags, it's it's difficult to sort of be be yourself. You get very weighed down. That's Ellie Ingram, and this is episode 249 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach, and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier, more fulfilling life. And each week, we hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world to help inspire you to make a positive change in your life. On this week's episode, I am joined by singer-songwriter Ellie Ingram, whose single Strange How Good Things Change has been blowing up online. And after what's been a very difficult couple of years for everyone involved in the music industry, Ellie joins me on this episode to talk about how she had to take a part-time job as a music career stall during the pandemic, why she feels it's so important to share her experiences through her music, and how the power of letting go is allowing her to make room for the new. So the aim of this podcast is to inspire. So if you like what you hear in this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and spread the love. So before we jump into this week's episode, I just want to take a quick moment to shout out London Media Lounge for sponsoring this episode. They're a content production company with a great studio in Northwest London. They've got YouTube spaces, podcast studios, massive green screens. They also provide you with a team of editors, creative development, social media assistants, and so much more. They'll basically create your own special content creator package for you based on what you're looking for. So why don't you save the time and focus on your business and let the professionals handle your content production. They're super cool and easy to work with. To get in touch, just head over to londonmedialounge.co.uk and let them know that Alex sent you. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Ellie. So Ellie, welcome. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Yes, I'm good, thanks. You're, you're, uh, you look like you're glowing. You look like you're well. You look oh, like thank you're, you. That's uh, very kind. I've yeah. just slapped a lot of makeup on that's probably why <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> well, that could be one reason <laughs> probably is yeah um, thank you that's very kind no, no you look but you look very well um thank you. so I think I don't really know where to start if I'm honest but mm-hmm. the question that's popping into my mind is obviously this year has been quite an interesting one well the past couple of years really have been quite interesting for a lot of people yeah or for everyone I suppose yeah, yeah, yeah. so what what's the biggest learning in this sort of period let's, let's take this year that you've made um about yourself what have I learned most about myself in this yeah. in this year oh god big question I know that but... is a big question <laughs> what have I learned hmm. I've probably learned firstly that I enjoy my company way more than I ever realized (laughs) I've spent like a lot of time over the last year or so I mean I do live with my partner but you know we weren't allowed to see our friends we weren't allowed to see our family we weren't allowed to go out and as difficult as it was at times I've just really enjoyed being with myself and sort of almost not being able to do a lot of those social things that we do all of the time. It's been really nice to just be able to like take a step back and spend a lot of time in bed. But now I'm finding it hard to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's like now the world has kind of come back to this normality 
and we're expected now to just sort of get on with life I'm like now I'm finding it a bit difficult to to readjust and say yes to going out and like even like last night I went down the pub and everyone was getting really excited and everyone wanted to like go out and it was about 10 o'clock and I was just thinking do you know what I'm I'm actually just gonna go home I think like I've had my beers I've had a nice time and now I need to get back into my bed <laughs> so yeah I mean I think that's one thing that I've definitely learned what else have I maybe learned about myself I'm not too sure what do you think you've learned about yourself Oof, I like it firing <laughs> the question straight yeah. back nice um <laughs> I like that uh, <laughs> for me I guess biggest lesson I've learned about myself I guess for me it would be like what what's actually possible when you really commit to something like when you really put your mind to something and you really you know focus a lot of your attention and your energy on it Mm -hmm. like what's really possible like to create for yourself and that doesn't have to be necessarily anything kind of work related or like that's shown up a lot for myself with like my coaching work like and building my own business and obviously the podcast and stuff but just even in like my relationship with my girlfriend for example I've Mm -hmm. put so much like energy in that in a good way because I want the relationship to be healthy and and as good as it can be Mm -hmm. and because of that we're both getting a lot more out of it and that's something that I think maybe I I hadn't considered before especially in personal relationships it's like Mm -hmm. you kind of I don't know if you've experienced but you kind of feel like you can just sort of wing it and you can kind of like just glide through a relationship and again it doesn't have to be a romantic one this can be Mm -hmm. family friends whatever yeah life in general yeah life any any relationship like you can sort of glide through them absolutely but then what I've noticed happens is like by doing that you end up staying on this like default kind of um like level like mm-hmm. where, where you're at now is exactly where you're going to be with it in six months and a year and three years mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. whereas if you're willing to put more energy into that relationship whatever relationship it is then you're you're getting more out of it so the default is no longer that like what it's going to look like in six months is going to be entirely different to, to the default that yeah. it would have been if you didn't do that right does, does that make sense absolutely definitely I'm like taking that on board I'm like fucking hell I need to put some more energy into things yeah. no, <laughs> and I, just staying at one level yeah no but that but that's like that was a really big realization for me and it and yeah, that came no, about in like obviously like past relationships and stuff but it was the the the, the shift came because of like this year I really wanted to like grow my coaching business mm-hmm. and I was getting really frustrated last year like I did great last year like by all means mm. like considering and just to give you a bit of background but considering last year was like a, a, the first year that I was really full-time with my coaching practice Amazing. like I did I did well like I was yeah. I was happy with it but I was also frustrated that I wasn't doing more and I realized that if I kept doing the same stuff and, mm. and putting the same focus and energy on it that I was doing last year then the results would look the same, same whereas yeah. if I up that and put more commitment in and took more risks or whatever and, and you know like invested in my own like coach and stuff like that mm. the, that default has looked entirely different like the coming towards the end of this year looks entirely different to the end of last year you know yeah absolutely I mean fucking hell that's very good advice very very good advice that I need to channel and take on board absolutely like of course I mean it makes so much sense but it's just easier said than done isn't it to actually like change your habits and 
put more time and energy into something but of course if you do the results are obviously going to be different yeah what mm. what's what's coming up for you then like what areas of your life are you kind of is this resonating for you um, to be honest <laughs> most areas of my life I think as well because of like the last couple of years where everything's just been so static it's been really hard to sort of have that mindset whereas like a few years ago or you know when when your life is exciting and the ball is rolling you tend to sort of get into that that rhythm of giving more and doing more whereas over like the last couple of years we've like everything's just stopped so I think I just need to sort of get out of the of the headspace that I've been in for the last year or so because of COVID and just start putting more time and energy into probably well my relationship with my partner and probably my career to be honest just need to fucking give myself a shake and and just get moving and grafting and yeah basically doing what you're doing <laughs> so what would you say then some of the the challenges that you've you feel like you've you've come up against over this past like year or you know I mean we when we say year we're obviously like referring yeah. to like COVID, co COVID season like yeah. the past 15 16 months whatever it's been but we'll, we yeah. just use this year because it's easier to say yeah I think there's been a lot of of challenges I think because obviously everything stopped um I think one of the hardest things for me was working out how I'm gonna make money and because normally I'm making money through like gigging or like things like the music maybe the album would have been done sooner so then I would have now had the album out and been promoting the album so I was like generating no income so I had to figure that out and I had to get a part-time job at a coffee shop, which for me at the time was, was really fucking difficult because I'd had such a few, such a good few years of music and then everything just stopped. And I just remember I got this job and it's at this beautiful coffee shop and I love it. And I know the people that run the coffee shop and it was really sweet, but it was just that like realization of, what is going on with my life? Mm. How come a few years ago, like I was stood on a stage and touring and selling merch and living like this dream life that I always wanted. And now it's all stopped and I'm working in a coffee shop. Like it was so difficult for me to get my head around it. And I actually experienced my first panic attack after my first shift because I just sat on the bus and I was just like oh my god this is my life now I don't know how I'm gonna turn it around and get out of this so I think that was probably that's probably been one of the hardest challenges for me like over the last year or so is just trying to make some sort of money and not just eat into all of my savings and I think it's been I know a lot of people that are in the same industry as me and they'd had a, the exact same situation happen and having to get like silly little part-time jobs that they you know they really didn't want to have and things like that so yeah it's been really hard to try and like keep my head above the water and not mm. like get really down and sucked into everything that's been going on and I'm quite I feel proud that I haven't, because I used to really, really suffer with depression and like, I just could never navigate it and, 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 and work out how to get myself out of it. Whereas now I feel like 
when I see that little rain cloud just creeping over, I'll just sort of maybe let it drizzle for a bit and then I know how to quickly get out of that situation. So, you know, it's been pros and cons over the last couple of years. But yeah, I think I think, yeah, that's probably that was probably one of the the lowest points for me. Mm. And and would you would you say that there was a feeling of like almost in I don't know if embarrassment's the right 100%. word really but like no, shame or something like that that was you know present Ma- massively and I like I I I almost felt guilty for feeling that because a part of me was like actually I was like there's so many musicians and people in my line of work that I know that have other part-time jobs whilst they're fucking making an album that goes to number one which I love and enjoy because I think that's like grafted and it's part of the hustle but then there was definitely a huge part of me that felt embarrassed and I felt like I'd failed and I remember thinking like oh god if someone comes in and like they know me because of music they're just gonna laugh at me and think like why are you working in a coffee shop you know what I mean so yeah that was that was difficult for sure yeah I think it's interesting isn't it because it's like to me I think if if I walked into a coffee shop and I saw you or another artist working behind the counter especially in like well even before like covid right i'd probably be like oh sick like same i think like, I do you know what i mean it's like oh Definitely. sick like they're you know because not everyone is who makes music especially right is fortunate enough to be be able to do it full time especially yeah. especially in the last 16 months <laughs> yeah 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 do you know what i mean yeah. like there's there's probably a, a handful of artists yeah. so i think i think like it's interesting how it works how like w- we create a story about like oh, this means that I've failed or or it's embarrassing or like, oh God, what if someone notices me? Or it's like, it yeah. it looks like that I'm, you know, that we, and we make up a story around yeah. what it means for us. Yeah. But when you kind of, when you're not living in the in the world of that story, like if you're someone outside of yourself mm. who who sees it, they, they might see it from a different perspective of like, oh, sick, like good on you. Like it's, yeah. it's a tough year. Like you've put your, you you've, you've been humble enough and like true enough to yourself to like you know not struggle so -hmm. you've gone and got yourself a job in you know part-time in a coffee shop or a restaurant or you know whatever like Mm -hmm. retail whatever it is like but we we get caught up in that that story that we've made up about ourselves yeah yeah so true so true Yeah. yeah so just before you mentioned like previously when you when you you suffered from like depression and stuff mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear a little bit about that and what what did what did you do in a way I guess to kind of to to get through that what what helped you in that in that period of your life and and how long ago was that as well I think well, how long ago was it I feel like it was really bad for a period of time when I was probably like in my early 20s like maybe 19 20 and then it kind of got quite bad again when I first when like my career just started to like snowball when I was probably well that was probably still around the same sort of time early 20s I'll probably say is when it was quite bad and um yeah I just I don't really know how I got myself out of it at that time I mean I think there was someone in my life that was making it more difficult and would tend to really drag me down who is no longer in my life so that's probably 
made a huge difference. I think that probably is actually, but I mean, even before that person was in my life, I was definitely struggling with mental health. So I can't, mm-hmm. it's not their fault. Um, but yeah, I don't know, maybe growing up as well and just sort of like understanding myself more and knowing that I don't have to do things that I don't want to do because that would make me feel really anxious and stressed, especially in music, because at the beginning, I just felt like I have to do everything. Otherwise, I'm going to lose these opportunities. And then that would sort of make me get into a downward spiral of just feeling lost and anxious. So now I sort of know that actually like I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do and that empowers me and makes me feel positive and I just for for some reason I just know how to navigate it so much better like before I would I would just get so sucked into it and I think you do like you just on it just takes over you and you almost just like you just keep feeding this like horrible monster that's inside of you and now I kind of know not to do that and for some reason, I just seem to have more strength and power to not to not give in to that dark monster that lives inside of us. So, yeah, I think, yeah, just a number of things, getting rid of people in your life, knowing yourself, growing up. And yeah, that's probably what's what's helped me deal with it a little bit better these days, I think. Yeah, I, I think the the awareness that you mentioned is the key part, isn't it, really? Like. Mm becoming more aware of like the things that um or the the thinking that that isn't good for you or the type of things that aren't so good for you or like the you know you said the relationships or the whatever and it's like when you become aware of those you you can then start to identify them a bit better you know as as you get more experience in being aware of them right so it's like I always feel like when I was going through the same sort of thing in again similar kind of age like early 20s to to mid 20s yeah like I feel like a a lot of it was down to me not really realizing that's what was going on do you know do you know what I mean I I know that sounds a bit it sounds a bit mad when you say it back right you're like how can you not realize that you weren't happy but you just it just just seems so normal at the time right it just feels like this is this is me but when and again it goes back to what we were saying a bit earlier about like buying into the story of like oh I'm just not happy right yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) but like when you when you move through it it's like a lot of my journey has come down to awareness and self-awareness specifically Mm -hmm. because it's like you start to identify like oh if you're not feeling particularly good right now like that's a, a sign of something and then you can have more awareness around what that sign is about and you know it's going to be very individual for for different people yeah but that's the thing that really has really helped me and even now like when I when I feel like I have lower days or lower Mm. times it's like there's an ease on uh, a sense of ease with getting through it because I'm like well you know a it's okay to feel like this yeah and then b it's like okay what's what's the thing that's changed or is there is there anything that's changed maybe I'm just maybe it's just how I feel right now and that's okay you know yeah 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 Yeah, so Mm, interesting yeah I think it's exactly what you said it's just about you know you just are aware of those things and notice those things like maybe if I like got that coffee shop job when I was like 2021 and you have I had that pressure and that story that I would not have been able to deal with it as well as I dealt with it now do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. for sure yeah Yeah. and and 
do you then feel like this is when you're writing your music that this is stuff that you you openly want to share because I get a sense that a lot of your music is well it is it's not I get a sense but it is sort of (laughs) from personal experience right so do you share that because it's like well a it's because it's what you know and it's your experience but but also because you want other people to 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 see it and hear it yeah. you know in like an entertaining way if that if that makes sense you know because they're hearing it yeah. through something like music yeah 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 absolutely I do I think you know it's it's very important for people to to hear and know what I'm going through and it's not all glitz and glamour and beautiful do you know what I mean a lot of the stuff that we feel is very dark and very heavy and so I think it's obviously it's me number one it's for me like it's my therapy and I have to get it off my chest and you know if that's what's right in front of me and how I feel like that's exactly what I'm going to be writing about but also I feel I want to make it as raw and as honest as possible so people can relate and connect to it you know I don't want to fucking put up smoke and mirrors I want it to be real and I want it to be raw so yeah it's really really important for me to just be as honest as possible when writing and that's when I also feel the proudest if I listen back to a song even like you know maybe I wrote it a few years ago and I listened to it I'm like oh you nailed it I was I mean that's a very sad depressing song but the lyrics are so spot on that's exactly how I was feeling in that moment and exactly what was going on like I prefer those songs so much more than maybe some of the other songs that are a little bit fluffed up you know like I'm I'm so much more connected to the songs that are very raw and and honest yeah no I agree and I, I think it's because we like we connect more to people's stories don't we like yeah. like no one can say to you like oh no your your music's no book no good because like what you're talking about doesn't make sense because it's yeah. your story it's your yeah. experience right no one can yeah. no one can challenge you on your experience because that's what you've experienced right thank you I need to remember that <laughs> <laughs> and no but that and I think that's a really beautiful thing because like yeah. the stories that often resonate most of us are the personal stories oh, because yeah. we're like it, it it makes it relatable it's like mm-hmm. oh like you know it might not be the same situation or the same thing but oh I can relate to how that felt or yeah. what was going on in that time with something that happened with me and we, we connect to it on a like a much deeper kind of spiritual level I guess For sure. because we're like there's there's a connection yeah you know absolutely what sort of music do you listen to but I so I um listen to a lot of like like uk stuff always have like nice. you know grime and garage back in the day love it but like r&b hip-hop like nice. you know i yeah i've always been a champion of the uk music um so like me and my friends back in the day we started a blog called we are sme mm. and i think we blogged about you a few times when you no had way. like the yeah when you yes. had like the poetic justice cover yeah. and all that you know when you start to really sort of pop off yeah and like we always championed a lot of artists that that are doing quite well for themselves now so like Sinead yeah. Harnett and yeah, um Disclosure like in their mm. kind of early days like those, yeah. those and some of the grime artists as well who when you know in inverted commas grime was dead <laughs> like we were we were blogging about you know the music no, that was coming up through the scene so like that I've always been really 
into that into it yeah nice and then obviously like off the back of it you got the american stuff as yeah, well but yeah, yeah, that, that's sure. my vibe but i'm quite Sick. like i'm quite diverse like if if you look if you look through my spotify yeah, you'd be quite yeah. surprised at some of the playlists and stuff yeah. that are there there's like jazz playlists and love like it. you know all this stuff so we'll yeah. yeah yeah i was saying you a little screenshot <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. how about yourself what's what's kind of your what's been your biggest influence when it comes to music because there's quite a lot of like jazzy kind of mm. vibes to it so what who who or what was your b- biggest influence what, like not necessarily growing up but like when you come when it comes to making music like what mm. inspiration do you draw on from other people I think when I'm making music I mean I get a lot of inspiration from sort of like soul R&B jazzy stuff I really really love and was listening to it a lot when we were no, not when I was when I was making this album was um, Ari Lennox. Mm. I love her so much, and her sound. That's like just fucking love that sound. All the producers that she works with, um, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, Angie Stone, like those kind of like smooth soul with little sprinkles of jazz. Amy Winehouse is a huge influence of mine. But yeah, I just like I like a good voice, and I like a. Uh, a beat that 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 hits me in the heart you know it's got soul to it mm-hmm. that's what I like but yeah like my, my own music that I'm listening to like that is the same as yours like it's a very very diverse mix of genres and and sounds I just kind of love all music really there's not really any music that I well actually that's probably like I'm sure there is some music that I will turn off but most music I like and enjoy yeah yeah and and I think it's great isn't it because it's like a lot of music becomes quite therapeutic like Mm -hmm. I like I'm I'm not like a and I'm quite openly admit this I'm not a massive lyrics person like I I listen I listen for the vibe Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean I listen sort of like behind the lyrics if that makes sense yeah so like if a tune if like I've literally got a playlist called vibes and it's like if I if I'm listening on Spotify and it's you know it gets to that point at an end of an album or whatever where it starts to play like other songs similar yeah 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 yeah. like if there's one where like the vibe just gets me I add it to that playlist and then I'll like so I've just got this this playlist of just good vibes that I enjoy so I kind of like I pick up on I don't it's really hard to explain like because I know like obviously you being an artist you're probably a lot more into the lyrics of stuff yeah I am so so I I hear the the vibe first Mm -hmm. and then the lyric whereas like I know a lot of artists it's the other way it's like lyric and then vibe vibe, yeah for sure Definitely. That's interesting. I think, yeah, I think it's probably 50-50. I know people that that producers that I work with that are there for the vibe and like the lyrics don't really care or like the melody is important. Yeah, the yeah. lyrics aren't important. Whereas I'm like, I'll write the lyrics that I might write a poem or something and then I'll find the melody. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people do argue that the vibe and melody is, is more important than the lyrics, but... I, I, I wouldn't know. say it's more important. I think like the they all work together as one isn't it like yeah I guess but so. for me it's like the vibe like I, I get attracted to the vibe yeah. and then once I start listening out for the lyrics I'm like oh damn this is <laughs> so much deeper and like yeah, do you know what I mean it. it's like yeah but if you didn't have if you didn't have the lyrics you wouldn't have that and if you didn't have yeah. the vibe it just, yeah. well, it'd just be a poem I suppose yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you know what I mean it's like Absolutely. it's such an it's such an interesting way that like we 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 all listen differently yeah and like that therapeutic element I think is quite interesting because Mm. a lot of people do listen to music as therapy and I know like 
art like you said like it's writing becomes your therapy in many ways and mm. an expression and do you do you think that like through having that expression in your life that you've become better at talking about like more personal stuff with like your family and friends or or you know your your social circles probably not <laughs> I think I use my my music as my communication mm. so like I'm I I'm very open and express myself in my lyrics but then like face to face I find it way more difficult um I'm just like yeah just go and listen to track seven and then you you'll understand um so yeah I mean I think I'm I do like to have open and honest conversations with people but like there's certain things that I will put in a song and avoid having a real life conversation about. See, that's quite interesting. Cause <laughs> I would, I would have thought that through having the expression that you, and this is, you know, massive assumption on my behalf, but like it, you'd be more comfortable having those conversations in real life because it's like, well, it's out there. I know. For you to, yeah. So like, what, what do you think holds you back? Like from, from, you know, having those conversations face to face with people I don't know I guess maybe because like when something happens I feel it very intensely and it's very heavy so maybe I feel like if I had that conversation face to face the person that I'm having that conversation with might just like not be able to handle it so I put it in a song and mm -hmm. then they just have to deal with it <laughs> and I can just run away <laughs> it's so awful but um yeah maybe it's just though because I feel things so much that I just feel like if I try and have these conversations with all these people people are just gonna think that I'm fucking mad yeah. <laughs> yeah so I just put it put it in a song but but then sometimes that can cause problems because then I write these songs and then people are like wait is that true and I'm like yeah, and they're like, what What the fuck? Like, why haven't you spoke to me about this? Like, I had no idea you felt like that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, see you, bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? It's like, I find that, like, because I always, and I still do, if I'm honest, like, struggle with those conversations, especially when it comes to, like, family and friends. But I'm mm -hmm. definitely way more open because really? it's like, I mean, the way I see it, it's like I talk about it a lot on like podcasts. I've like written about it. It's like it's out there for people yeah. to, to, to discover. Yeah. So if, if someone wants to come and have a conversation with me, like I'm, I will be open. I'm not going to mm, hold anything good. back. But like being on the front foot with it in terms of like starting the conversation is something mm. that I'm not so good at in a way. Really? You know? Yeah, that and I, that's quite interesting to me because I'm like oh I wonder what it is that yeah. stops me you know yeah especially when you're so good at having those conversations like once when they get going why is it that you 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 feel like you can't you can't take the lid off and and start those conversations mm. that is interesting yeah something to ponder in it yeah <laughs> something to ponder yeah no but I do I do because I I you know, I had this conversation recently with with a friend who was talking about something similar. He's like, he's a coach as well. And he was like, I feel like when I'm when I'm coaching 
clients I'm so much more open in terms of like sharing and mm. being expressive than I am when I'm with like my family yeah. or like my girlfriend and I was like yeah do you know what I kind of feel the same I feel yeah, like I get that I there's obviously something that I've got like a story about why I can't you know talk about some of the amazing stuff that I'm learning and some of the huge changes that I'm experiencing in my life with the people who are closest to me mm. and that's quite I don't know it's quite interesting as to why, yeah, that, why I that think happens, I probably you know? would feel the same actually and I'm not too sure why maybe I don't know you're just not as scared you know because you're maybe talking to a stranger so there's like not that there'd be you'd probably get more love and less judgment if you were talking to your friends or family but for some reason you feel more comfortable speaking to a stranger about it mm. yeah yeah do you know what I think this is this this is just I think just really landed for me <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes down to like we we have more meaning is that what I'm trying to say yeah we have more meaning ar around the context of a conversation with the people who are closest to us like mm -hmm. the, we we add we add extra meaning whereas if it's a stranger like that person doesn't not in a bad way but doesn't mean anything to yeah, us right yeah, yeah. so yeah. We, we we're we almost a bit more unfiltered whereas mm -hmm. when it comes to like family friends yeah there's extra meaning in the way that prevents us from being open and it's like I was um I was watching a, a a private coaching session the other day and it was again around very similar topic mm. and the guy who was being coached was saying again like I'm you know I struggle to have these open conversations with my family but I you know when I'm with clients for example again he's a coach like it's it's a lot e it feels a lot easier yeah and the coach who was coaching him set not in these exact words but basically led him to this to this point of view where he said like well what's stopping you from being open like right now like if you you know got off of this call and you went downstairs and you said oh do you know what like I've been doing this coaching with this guy and we were talking about how sometimes I'm not you know as open with you guys as I am with like my coaching clients and mm -hmm. um I you know I've learned a lot and and start telling uh, telling them about the call like that's still being open even yeah. with the the self uh the self-placed judgment that you have on yourself mm -hmm. in that conversation you can still like be be open despite that yeah. and I thought that was really interesting so I was that like is. yeah it's so true there is nothing really stopping us yeah other than like us right so always us we get in our own way constantly constantly yeah, yeah. That is very interesting. I mean, I think over the last year or so, like you said, a lot has gone on in my life. Quite a lot of crazy things have happened and quite dark things have happened and which had really affected me. Um, and there comes a point where you have to let go. You need to move forward. You need to grow. And I think if you're carrying all of those things, it's very, very difficult to to do to move on and and to let go you know if you're trying to move through life carrying these heavy bags it's it's difficult to sort of be be yourself you get very weighed down um and yeah I just kind of felt like especially with with the lyrics I was just thinking I'm gonna 
get everything off my chest, which I have done, especially in this in the in the next album, which is basically what it's all about. Um, getting get either get. I'm just going to get this all off my chest. I'm going to be very open, very honest. Like this is my therapy now. Like I need to let go, get it all out, and then start afresh and move forwards because it's not working for me trying to trying to navigate through life with with all of this shit on my back um so yeah I think yeah I I I don't think I'm going to go into too much detail about those things that have happened but just a lot of crazy shit from people that you know you just never expect these things to happen from people that you surround yourself with um and then that's the head fucking itself because you surround yourself with these people. You know, if you get hurt by someone that you love and trust, it's very difficult to then move forward and start those new relationships and not take that what's happened in the past into into your present. So that's 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 you know something that I've been trying to you know let go of as well. So those things don't affect my my future relationships which I think they they're not and I've, I think I'm doing I'm doing well I've written the songs I've got it off my chest and now I will try and let go yeah and Gotta how let do, go yeah let it go let it go <laughs> <laughs> how do you go about then like embracing the letting go because sometimes it's like I, and I've had this in my own life where it feels like letting go is the hardest thing to do because mm-hmm. it's like that like you said the, this stuff that we carry around of us like mentally obviously like yeah. it's, it's mental baggage yeah like becomes like it almost feels like it's a part of us part of so you, how, yeah. how do you embrace the well how have you embraced the the letting go of that and the, the, the freeing of yourself yeah I think time is is a great is a great thing you know and it's it's the best healer isn't it like these things do take time and if if you go through something traumatic it's gonna feel really heavy for a long time but you know you just have to allow yourself to to get through it and I think you just have to I mean it's so much easier said than done but you you just have to realize for yourself what it's doing to you and you know how how you how things could look if you if you just let go of that like even a bit like what you were talking about right at the start you know like putting all of your energy into something obviously the outcome then is going to be different if you just maintain the same things are just going to stay the same you know and you will notice that if you're carrying a lot of heaviness around with you you're just going to continue to feel heavy like and that's a shit way to live like who wants to just feel shit all the time Mm. no one and it's you know and it all comes under that depression umbrella as well and you just get stuck in this downward spiral but there has to come a point in your own mind where you realize that this isn't what you want and you want to have a beautiful happy life and not feel stressed about shit that happened five years ago do you know what I mean like it just you there just has to come a point where you just say enough is enough and once you start making those decisions once you start putting more energy into things then you see oh fuck it's changing oh yeah I feel better oh yeah my career's going better like you then you start to see the positive changes which then encourage you to leave another bag then drop another bag Mm -hmm. like like you know you then start to see the positive outcome which makes you just want to 
continue to just embrace positivity yeah yeah no I hear that and I I think the the interesting thing within that is like it's 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 about like making the changes now like Mm. I think we it's it's easy sometimes to be caught in the idea of like oh I'll you know I'll change this when yeah yeah yeah. do you know what I mean and it's like but the only way to make change is to, to to, to make change now and it doesn't have to be like something really drastic right? no, it can just no. be something really small yeah but those small changes like and those small shifts like over time like you said they add up and then like two months three months six months a year down the line you you can look back and you can be like oh wow like my my default really changed because yeah. I made all of these little changes along the way and it's like Absolutely. you know if you imagine it being like a, a line across a chart like if it's going to stay the same it's just that line's going to stay flat but like yeah. every time you make a little change of like one percent like mm. the, do you know what i mean that chart yeah. moves by one percent and another one percent, another one yeah. percent it's like um i can't remember who said this actually i can't remember where i heard it but it's like if you've got like a big like you know big ship like a cruise ship right mm-hmm. like if they if they were like heading in one direction and the captain turned the wheel to change the course of direction by just one degree, mm. like all the way across the other side of the ocean, they're going to end up like yeah. 200 miles away from <laughs> where they were originally trying to get to just yeah. because they made that one slight shift in direction. And I think sometimes we forget, like at the time that you make the shift, yeah. like it seems really small and in- insignificant, yeah. but like when you get further down the line, you realize that, like, oh crap, like I'm 200 miles away from where I exactly. originally was trying to get to because exactly. like it was so small, yeah, but so impactful. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just the hardest thing though, isn't it? It's just making that 1% change. Like it's the start that's the hardest part, I think. Like, cause you know, it's so hard to envision how it might change so it's always just difficult making that first little step but you got to make it and then mm. you know then further down the line you you know you can look back and and feel proud and happier and lighter that you know the course has changed but it's just always hard making that first step isn't it yeah uh, yeah and the first step often feels like the hardest one but oh, it's, yeah. it's also the most impactful <laughs> yeah because it's like that's the one that then sets the sets course for the next step and then Mm -hmm. the next step and then the next step and it's all we ever do really you know if you think about it all we ever do is one step at a time yeah we we think like we we have to be at step 100 oh yeah when we're still on step one and it's like no take step one then step two then step three and then eventually you'll get to step 100 but don't worry about being over there when you're still here like just like be present yeah like be where you are like Mm. with with what's going on and like be with where you are know yeah. where you're where you're wanting to try and get to yeah. and then like I guess look at like what's some of the little one percents that you can change along the way to help you get to where you're trying to get to yeah and then just and then just you know let go of yeah. the rest of it and yeah. see where you end up like exactly. that's what's served me quite well yeah no I totally agree yeah. definitely and mm. I, with the new then that comes in off the back of that how do you how do you embrace that is that is that something that feels easy to embrace or is that something that for you can feel a bit harder to embrace the new as in like the, how when, I feel. when you're creating the these new changes right and you're you're yeah. letting go of stuff and there's new like 
possibilities opening mm-hmm. up to you I guess yeah like how have you found yourself embracing that new because like it can feel scary at times mm. you know yeah I don't I don't really know to be honest maybe I've not really really looked looked at that or thought about that because I've just been so focused on trying to let go and leave things behind and haven't really stopped and thought how things look now and how that makes me feel yeah so I'm not really too sure to be honest maybe I need to have a think about that (laughs) yeah or do you know what maybe you don't maybe you don't need to know why like sometimes you just it just is what it is just you embrace what what comes your way right and I think you know and and it kind of contradicts a little bit of what we were just saying but I kind of think that's the best approach to take sometimes like you don't need to know why because when you start to overanalyze things Mm -hmm. you you get stuck in the cycle of the thinking and the feeling that you have around that thing whereas if you if you can again let go of the needs to know why Mm -hmm. that that opens up new possibilities for you that that opens up something new and you can embrace whatever those possibilities are and whatever comes your way Mm. and I think that's that's a lot more powerful because you're you're dropping the need to know something that you're not really going to know yeah (laughs) because you don't already know it right it's it's, do you know what I mean it's like it's so it's like like we try and look for the answers of stuff oh yeah in the realm of what of what we know yeah but we know that we don't know the answer but we still try and find it but it's mm-hmm. like the, the answer you're looking for isn't in what you know it's yeah. in what you don't know yeah <laughs> so you know oh my you, god do you know what i mean you're not gonna yeah. find it yeah so you're not gonna find it so i just stop fucking looking for it yeah just <laughs> well, it's not looking it's like stop trying to i think we we overanalyze like how we feel and why we oh, feel oh yeah absolutely what's happened and why it happened and yeah and i think sometimes that can it's good to do to reflect but i think yeah if you're if it's keeping you caught and stuck in that cycle of, oh, of yeah, thinking no, and no, feeling no. then it becomes quite um dangerous and it's something that we can just easily just Definitely. let go of right absolutely sometimes you just gotta just relax and just yeah. stop worrying so much and thinking about every tiny thing that's happening and every decision because like that's when you can fucking you start feeling anxious and talking really fast and freaking out when actually it's just like just breathe because everything's fine nothing really matters and let's just have a lovely day yeah Yeah. i I find it so funny because it's like it almost sounds too simple yeah like too simple to oh, like yeah, we're like absolutely no it can't it can't be that simple <laughs> no surely it's not that simple like yeah. that that's like an insult to my intelligence that yeah. is so simple but yeah. it's like sometimes some, yeah sometimes it is yeah well i'd probably say more often than not it is yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's next for you then you've got album on the way um album on the way. what else have you got in the in the plans in the pipelines um that's just the main focus at the moment we're really trying to get the album done before the end of the year which maybe is slightly optimistic but we will aim for that goal and then in the new year hopefully we'll have the new album out which is really exciting because it's been such a long time in the making that i can actually now finally see it 
which mm. is the first time ever that I've been able to see the end result and that the album's going to be here, which then means I'll probably be doing shows, which then means I'll probably be doing a tour, which then means like my career will start, you know, picking up again. So I'm, I'm really excited that I can actually see it. I know it's still quite far away, but I can see it, mm. which I've not been able to see, you know, for years. So very, very excited about that. Just need to get it done. Yeah, need to get nice. it done. Need to get it out. And then see where my life takes me. Yeah. Embrace the embrace the new. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. It, this, and this album's all all independently done, isn't it? It's all like mm-hmm. kind of off your own back in a way. Yeah, yeah. I was with um Island Records for I don't even know how long, like five years or something, which for my first album and the beginning of my career. And then got out of the deal, which was amazing, really positive. And now I'm an independent artist, which is amazing and makes me feel very empowered and proud. It's very difficult, way more difficult than I thought. I mean, I had I didn't really understand what it even meant to be independent. I just heard loads of cool people were independent. And I was like, woo, I want to be independent, so cool. Um, and now I'm independent. I'm like, fucking hell, it's really tough. But um, but it's good. I'm excited and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Just yeah. just need to get it done. Nice. And I think that the main thing, like, cause I know a few friends and um, artists who, who work independently like that. And I think the main thing that I get is like, there's so much more ownership over the mm-hmm. work, like, but like, not just the music, like everything. Like, yeah. And I think that's quite, like you said, it's quite empowering from an artist's mm-hmm. point of view to be like, you can really stamp your mark on the work and the artistry that you're putting out in the world rather than it being like you know down to other people to decide certain stuff it's like there's a lot more ownership over that which then creates more of the the true work if that makes sense like the the, the art behind the work which i think is the really powerful thing when it comes to music it's the art behind it right yeah 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 Absolutely. I mean, 100%. But that's definitely for me, which maybe I didn't really understand. Because obviously, when you're with a major, when you're with a label, you make the music. And then you have this big team behind you that then get on with everything else. And I was actually always quite fortunate in my deal that I had all the creative control do you know what I mean like the videos how everything looked it was very it all came from me so that was fantastic because that can easily not happen when you're with a major I mean there were loads of other fucking problems but that was definitely a positive and then becoming independent I just kind of stuck to my role of making the music and you know being across the creative and then now, then I later on discover that, oh, now I have to make all these other business decisions. And it's just like me and my manager, instead of like me and my manager and this huge team, we're now, you know, looking for PR people and speaking to people at radio. And like, I'm on these fucking e- huge emails and I'm just like, oh my God, like I just know how to write songs so someone take me off this email chain because I don't really understand what's going on here. But it is it is good. And I'm learning so much. And I'm glad I a part of me wishes that I I knew I wish I knew this from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? I think being an independent artist is so important. And I actually think all musicians and artists should be independent before they sign a major deal. 
because I knew nothing that was going on. Mm. Like I had no idea. And also like, I didn't even, I probably wasn't nowhere near as grateful as I should have been because I didn't realize how much shit everyone was doing. I just thought it was as simple as writing a song and making a music video. I didn't realize there was like all these other layers that were were involved. So yeah, I think it's it's very important for for artists to understand what's going on in the industry that they work in, which I am now slowly starting to understand. So yeah, it's it's definitely a positive for sure, but it's just yeah, it was a big change. Yeah. I I think it's great like from what you're saying it sounds like there's a lot more learning about mm. the business of music and not just like you're obviously great at the music, like yeah. the art of it, but the business of it. Yeah. There's so much to that and I think yeah. the more the more you can learn, the more that then empowers you moving forward making Definitely. decisions. It's like I I wrote and and edited and published and printed my own book like last wow. year. And a lot of people were like, why did you do that? Why didn't you just like try and get it signed? And I was like, because I wanted to learn what yeah. the pro what's the process of like editing it? What's the process of creating it? What's the process of, you know, publishing it, of getting the word out there, of PRing it, of yeah, yeah, getting yeah, people yeah. to buy it? Like, yeah. and I've got a really good understanding of that. So if That's I ever amazing. get to a point in my life and career where I want to do like a a major book deal like yeah. I have a really good understanding yeah. of everything that goes into it so you yeah. can make more informed decisions Absolutely. rather than like people coming to you saying oh this is what you do and this yeah. is why and you can go like, oh, no, like, but... no 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 I know what needs to be done here yeah <laughs> like and, and it's yeah. more power to you right yeah absolutely love that yeah. I think that's like that it's that definitely the right way for sure like you just have so much more knowledge you know knowledge is is key so yeah definitely congrats yeah. on putting your first book out there that's mega thank you thank that's you amazing. Yeah, it, was, it was good fun it was good a lot of work but good fun yeah oh my god yeah. I always think like how the hell does someone write a book like that yeah. blows my mind <laughs> yeah blows my mind yeah no, it was it was yeah I mean it was yeah it was fun it was it was tough but like yeah like I have a copy like right there next to my yeah. laptop and it's just like such a cool thing to look at yeah like, I, I made Amazing. that you know how long did it take you to write so it took like all in all it took so the way I pieced it together was from like writings that I already had so it wasn't like I sat down to write it from scratch it was okay. like it, I already had loads of different writings that I pulled together so yeah. I had like over 100 bits of writing on my laptop wow. so I pulled them all together which were written over like two three years yeah and then I just basically collated the ones that fit into what I wanted the book to represent which was wow. about my journey and like yeah. understanding happiness and finding mm -hmm. clarity in life and stuff like that and then I just sort of filtered through the chapters and find found the ones and edited the ones that fit best and then I had to write a couple of chapters to, to sure. add in yeah and then that was it so it was like it was so it wasn't cool. like a sit down and spend four months writing yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was I, I'm kind of always writing so I can just yeah. pull from stuff if that makes it's probably yeah, similar yeah. music right you yeah, always yeah. Oh, write yeah. and then you yeah, yeah. come to album time you're like yeah. okay what are the songs and the demos yeah. that we've do you know what I mean so it's exactly, literally exactly the same what's missing yeah. maybe I need to write a few more pages yeah. a few more songs yeah, yeah which I think so it's, a, it's a cool way to do it isn't it yeah definitely yeah.
Um, but yeah, Ellie, this has been in, uh, such a fun and amazing and uh, really open conversation, which I've loved. So, oh, good. Um, no, it's been lovely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm taking, I'm gonna, I'm taking away some, some great advice. Yeah, likewise, likewise, That's some good learnings. Right. <laughs> um, but, Let it go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for the time. And do you want to let um, anyone who's listening know where they can find you online, where they can yeah. check out your music or anything else that you want to shout out? Yeah, definitely. So you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on iTunes, Ellie Ingram. Loads of people get confused because for some reason my name is spelled E-L-L-I, Ellie, without the E on the end. So just to make things confusing and make it difficult for people to find me, it's Ellie without an E on the end. And the same on Instagram, Ellie Ingram, same on Twitter. But yeah, have a little look on Spotify, iTunes, and there's going to be new music coming out soon. Awesome. Yeah. Look forward to the album and the new music. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank thank you. you so much for having me. It's been lovely. It's been really nice. Pleasure. Thank you. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love to know what you got from it. To do so, just hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at I'm Alex Manzi. Drop me a DM and let me know your one biggest takeaway from listening to this episode today. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send them the screenshot or a link because it's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast to help inspire a positive change and you can also be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. I want to thank London Media Lounge for editing the video and the audio for this episode and I want to shout out Hobgoblin for providing the sick music And I want to thank you for listening and spending the time with us today and I will see you for the next episode.